Welcome to the High Performance Artist Podcast. You're listening to episode 25, and we are on part 27 of the mental game of creativity. We're talking about the mindset and the mentality of what it takes to be a high performance artist. Thank you for joining me. I appreciate you listening. And you are officially welcomed into the High Performance Club. As long as you're listening to this podcast, you are slowly but surely edging yourself into the top 10% of creatives out there. It's all a journey. It's not a race. It's a marathon. So let's jump right into it. The topic today is about contentment. There's a lot of things... In this episode, that's going to relate to the episode before. By the way, if you haven't listened to episode 24, that one covered three topics in one. And so, you know, that one was a a three-course meal, so to speak. So, now, in episode 25 that we're recording right now, we're going to be talking about contentment chilling i'm actually chilling right now near a starbucks one of my nice little go-to places to just relax um so interesting starbucks always puts their stores in nice areas it's always cool to just kind of park up or find a bench or just chill and i did say here we go and let's jump right in and then i diverted into a topic so let's jump right in again contentment so To fight and to persevere and to go after what you want, your goals and your dreams, does not mean that you're discontent. If you, you know, follow any of the minimalist, um, the minimalist movements, there is definitely something that they say over and over again, and that's to detach, that's to remove as much as you can out of your life that is to not try not force yourself and while they're correct in what they're saying the minimalist movement it's definitely a difficult balance to live out they're correct but it's it's a difficult balance to live out because there is a boundary that you can cross when it comes to trying too hard and there is a way and there's a balanced way to go after what you want with all your heart with all your strength but there is a boundary that you can cross where you are now trying too hard and you are out of balance and that's a personal journey for everyone that's a feeling that you have to assess when you're going after something so hard that there is an internal sacrifice that you're making. Have you ever, do you know someone that is just absolutely crushing it at something and it seems like they're doing it with ease? There's somebody I know right now and he does probably a seminar maybe four or five days out of the week 
and these are two to three hour long seminars where he's talking with no mic and his voice is very powerful and he actually uh, developed that voice because he was always in very loud environments so he had to always speak very loudly for people to hear him and he says he feels bad he's crushing it by the way he feels bad for the people that try to compete against him because there's no way that anyone is going to beat him because what he's doing gives him energy. He goes all day, almost every day, and he feels refreshed. It doesn't drain him. And that's the level that we're all aiming for as Creative Heal because we basically live and die by the volume of work that we produce. None of us are going to make it if we're only producing one piece a year to be so extreme. The ones that are able to really penetrate the noise of social media and the explosion of content that's being released right now are the ones that are producing content consistently. And that takes a level of mental strength. And that's what the whole high performance artist ethos is about. How do we develop that mental strength to, to produce work consistently and constantly? We're going to be doing this for the rest of our lives, friend. So, we have to talk about things like this. Like being discontent with where we are right now. Because maybe you want more followers. Maybe you want more fans. More downloads. More listens. More shares. More retweets. More views. More money. More time. Everybody wants these things. And at the back of everyone's head, we all kind of secretly wish we had some kind of button we could press. To just get it. But friend. I'm telling you. And you know this. this being discontent is like a little. It's, it's like a demon. It's like a gremlin. And it's going to suck the life out of you. Because even if you were to get 10,000 likes. On everything you posted. For the next year. I guarantee you. By day 366. You're going to wonder why it's not 20,000 likes. It's a guarantee. Because that's just how the human mind works. When we're not trained. On how to be content. And here's another guarantee. Another guarantee is that if we can't be content with where we're at right now and our level of performance right now, we're not going to get to the next level. And why is that? What prevents someone from getting to the next level if they can't be content right now? Let's jump into it. I mean, obviously, using social media is, is it's almost too easy. 
It's too easy. I could I could explain that and you'd you'd get it in five seconds. Which is, if you're not content with the five likes that you're getting, you're not going to be content when your account starts to grow and you get a hundred likes. Because being being grateful, being content, that's a skill. You have to train that. And it's easy to think, well, if I'm content with five likes, I'm just settling. If I'm content with, you know, insert some small figure of success here, then I'm just settling. And you couldn't be more wrong. Because once you're content and genuinely happy and grateful for what you're doing, how you're doing it, and how you're able to do it, that frees up an exponentially, there's just so much more mental energy and physical energy to put back into creating things. And that's how you get your positive spiral, your positive creative loop. Because we're all too familiar with the opposite side of it. Where we put something out, it doesn't get the attention that we want, we feel bad about it, it takes away some of our, of our uh, creative energy. So if you had 100, now you have 90. Then we have 90 creative energy points to create the next piece, or whatever it is. And then that doesn't get the attention we want. And then now we have 80 creative energy points until guess what? At some point we just become burnt out. We don't have enough. Does that sound familiar? In the last episode we talk about burnt out, being burnt out. And how do we fill our cup? It is absolutely imperative for every single creative person on the planet to, to fundamentally know and have a PhD in how to fill their own cup, how to restore their energy. That's not a question. If you want to be in the high performance club, you have to be an expert in you. What are the things that drain you? And how do you stay as far away as possible from those things as possible or interact with those things as little times as possible? It could be a thing, an environment, a person or some experience. And then you're also an expert in how do you re-energize yourself in a healthy and sustainable way. Let's be honest. Everybody's re-energized when we have some kind of unhealthy food, like ice cream or a milkshake or, you know, whatever. Something like, like there are drinks that I like to drink at Starbucks that are awful. <laughs> I don't have them a lot. But I feel great when I have them because they're sweet and nice and they taste great. But I know that that is unsustainable and that's unhealthy and those things have to be the exception and not the rule. Some other things that put things back into my cup is exercise. I feel good when I exercise and I go for a run. I do some push-ups, some pull-ups, your upper body. And I work out my lower body. Do some heavy compound lifts and pulls. That makes me feel great. Especially when I get a little bit better with my cardio. 
my strengthening body gives me self-confidence. That puts a positive amount into my self-image bank account. Being content is being an active creator of your self-image, inside and out. Our bodies can be shaped, our minds can be molded, but it's for you to believe that that is something that you can control. The external stuff, sometimes we can't control that, you know what I mean? We can't control, you know, all these, all the different things that are happening in the world. 99% of it we can't control. But that tiny 1%, I would dare say, is the most powerful, which is what you control, meaning your actions, your thoughts, your decisions, the positivity that you put out into the world. When we have five to 10,000 high-performance artists in the high-performance club, the world is going to be a different place. It has to be, and it's going to be. Because we're going to have five or 10,000 creative people that are experts in their body, experts in their mind, and they understand how to use that insanely awesome intelligence that they have and how to create a positive difference in the world. It's no longer a guess game. And then because we're adding that kind of value to the world, our audience and, and people will gladly pay us. This is the end game. And the end game is getting the high performance club as big as it can be so that we're purposeful generators of positive change. As a creative, you are creating an effect on the people that consume your content. And that effect goes beyond those people as well. We do have a responsibility as creatives, just like engineers have a responsibility to construct things to a high integrity. And there is a mutual symbiosis between designers and engineers. We, we need each other. That's why our cars don't look like boxes. A designer creates the car, the design for the car, and the engineer makes sure that the car performs the function. And I think the creative aspect of the world is lacking. And we're here to build that right back up and put some balance into the world. Avatar style. <laughs> Avatar style, guys. So, what is it that we've learned so far from discontentment and contentment. You have to realize that there's always going to be something missing in your life. 
That's just the human brain. That's just the human freaking brain, man. Like, you could have everything. Car, house, spouse. Spouse is <laughs> money. But you'd still find something wrong. That's not your fault. That's not your fault. That's hundreds of thousands of years of evolution and the brain trying to find something wrong so that we can protect ourselves. If you have time, look up what the reticular activating system is or the RAS. This is, the, uh, this is a part of the key component of becoming an expert in yourself. And this allows people, you'll begin to, to tell what people's RAS is tuned into by just listening to what they say. Because when your RAS is tuned into negativity, that's all you see. That's all you see. Everything is negative. But you'll see some people, and you probably know them too, where they always seem to be turned on, always on file, always passionate about something. Because either through repetition, through training, or lucky them, maybe... Maybe they were just naturally gifted or they had parents that taught them, but their RAS is tuned into the possibility of things. And that automatically puts them into a high probability scenario of getting what they want. Some people call this manifesting. Some people call this putting out what you want to see into the world. And then it becomes drawn to you. What I'm telling you, we're going to jump into that stuff. This is the hard information. The boring stuff that people want to not know. They want the quick fix, the magic pill. What is the magic pill to success? Doesn't exist. Because then everybody would be successful. All the successful people know all the boring stuff that it takes. To get successful and to stay successful. And being content and, and having gratitude is the antidote to discontent. I'm looking at this Model Y Tesla that just passed me. And I'm going to put it out that that car is one that I want to get. <laughs> I like Teslas. They're cool. So let's make a thing, let's make a list of some things that you're thankful for. Are you getting any attention online right now? Do you have any likes? Do you have any listens? Or is anybody watching your videos? Be put that on the list as I am grateful for that audience. Do you have mobility? Do you have both your legs? Do you have both your arms? Do you have both your eyes? Can you see in color? Can you taste? Can you wash yourself? Sometimes you have to take stock of some of the 
the really, really basic stuff. Do you have a pet that you care for and cares for you? Are there people that are close to you that's been especially supportive of you right now? There is so, 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 so much that is going right in your life right now that is something that you have to be constantly aware of. David Goggins calls it, in a way, in a way, David Goggins calls it the cookie jar. And these are the past achievements that you draw from whenever something difficult pops up. Maybe you're having a hard time at work. Well, that's when you go into the cookie jar. And that's when you say, all right, what have I accomplished before? And that's going to give you fuel. So, homework. Come on, kids. I'm going to give you some homework. <laughs> Hello, children. So the homework is set some time every day or every week to just spend 10 minutes and think about some of these things that are going right in your life. Are you alive one more day so that you can move the needle in some way positively for the life that you want to live? Make a list, make a list, 10 minutes, slow down because this world that we're living in is getting faster and faster every day. Would it help if you were to take some time off of social media for a bit? Would that help? Start becoming an expert in your environment. What are some of the things that you can control in your environment right now that you can say, all right, that might not be helping me. Let me just do a little less of that. I'm not asking you to go cold turkey. I don't want you to, you know, put a blindfold over your eyes and, you know, just, just you know, you know, jump off the face of the planet, obviously. But let's start pushing a little bit closer to the life we want to live. Do you want to start exercising? Do a couple push-ups, a couple squats. Activate those quads and glutes, those large muscle groups. Start getting a little bit more ripped every day. You know what I'm trying to say? It doesn't have to be huge, my guys. It doesn't have to be huge. Let's just start putting one foot forward on that thousand mile journey that we're all on, right? That thousand mile journey starts with what? A single step, my dudes. That's how we're building up the high performance club. One step at a time. And guess this is the best news of all. You're already in it. For those of you that's been listening for the last month, right? You have a month's worth of high performance content that's already shaping your mind. 
Whether you like it or not, baby, you're coming up. You're on the up. Let's keep this train moving. So, that ends the episode. We spoke about contentment and discontent. On the next one, we're going to talk about something super cool that I love. One of my favorite topics. And that's episode 26. We're going to be talking about part 28, internal power. Oh boy, we're going to be talking about some good stuff. Internal power. How can we take control? It's going to be going over some stuff that we've heard before, but what is it? Tony Robbins says, repetition is the mother of all skill. What did I say was a skill? Gratitude. What else is a skill? Internal mastery. This is something that you have to beat into your body every day until it becomes natural, almost second nature. Welcome to the High Performance Club. You're listening to the High Performance Artist Podcast with me, Richie Bailey. We're going to be talking about this tomorrow. I'll talk to you real soon. Peace out.